Hello, dear listeners, Alex Integris here, welcoming you to another episode of Generative History. I hope you're all settled in, because today, we're diving deep into a universe that has captivated millions, a series that has defined a genre and a legacy that continues to inspire. Yes, you guessed it, we're talking about the legendary Final Fantasy. For many of us, the words Final Fantasy evoke a whirlwind of memories. Late-night gaming sessions, the thrill of epic battles, the heartbreak of character farewells, and the sheer awe of expansive worlds waiting to be explored. From its pixelated beginnings to the breathtakingly realistic graphics of today, Final Fantasy has been a constant companion in the ever-evolving world of gaming. But what is it about this series that has made it so enduring? Is it the intricate plots, the memorable characters, the groundbreaking gameplay mechanics, or the soul-stirring music? Perhaps it's a combination of all these elements, masterfully woven together to create an experience that transcends the boundaries of a mere video game. The Final Fantasy series, birthed by Square Enix, has not just been a set of games. It's been a cultural phenomenon. It has influenced art, music, fashion, and even philosophy. Its stories have been told and retold in various formats, from movies to novels to stage plays, and its characters. They've become icons, recognized and loved by fans and non-fans alike. And let's not forget the ever-expanding universe of Final Fantasy XIV, the MMORPG that faced initial setbacks only to rise like a phoenix, becoming one of the most beloved titles in the series. With its latest expansions, it continues to offer players a rich and immersive experience, with stories that tug at the heartstrings and gameplay that keeps you coming back for more. But before we delve deeper into these recent developments, let's take a step back. Let's journey to the very beginning, to a time when the fate of a gaming company hung in the balance and a Final Fantasy was born. So, grab your chocobos, equip your best gear, and join me, Alex Integris, as we explore the magical world of Final Fantasy. The legacy of Final Fantasy is not just in its longevity but in its ability to reinvent itself with each installment, all while retaining the core elements that fans have come to love. Final Fantasy I was a beacon of hope for a struggling square. The game's mechanics were revolutionary for its time. Players navigated a vast world, battling creatures in a turn-based system, and choosing character classes that would determine their journey. The crystals, a recurring motif in later titles, made their first appearance here, symbolizing the world's balance. Final Fantasy II is notable for its departure from the traditional leveling-up system. Instead, characters developed based on their actions. Use a sword frequently, and your proficiency with it would increase. This dynamic system was a bold experiment in RPG gameplay. The narrative also took a step forward, introducing a more character-driven plot with themes of rebellion and sacrifice. Final Fantasy III brought the job system into the limelight. Players could now switch classes, allowing for a dynamic gameplay experience. Whether you wanted a team of mages or a balanced group of warriors and healers, the choice was yours. This title also marked the series' first venture onto a new platform, the Famicom. With Final Fantasy IV, the narrative took center stage. The tale of Cecil, a dark knight torn between loyalty and morality, set the tone for future titles. The introduction of the ATB system added a real-time element to battles, requiring players to think on their feet. Final Fantasy V expanded on the job system introduced in 3. With 22 jobs available, players had a plethora of options to customize their team. The story, while seemingly light-hearted, delved into deeper themes of loss and the consequences of unchecked ambition. Final Fantasy VI is often hailed as one of the series' best. With a diverse cast of characters, each with their backstory and motivations, the narrative was rich and multi-layered. The game tackled themes of war, betrayal, and the cost of unchecked technological advancement. 
Moments like the opera house scene showcased the game's ability to blend gameplay with storytelling seamlessly. Then came Final Fantasy VII, a title that needs little introduction. The shift to 3D graphics brought the world of Gaia to life in stunning detail. The story of Cloud Strife, a mercenary with a fragmented past, resonated with players worldwide. The game's exploration of identity, corporate greed, and environmental degradation was both timely and timeless. Characters like Aerith, Tifa, and Sephiroth became household names and moments from the game, from the fall of Sector 7 to the haunting scene in the City of the Ancients, are etched in gaming lore. Final Fantasy VIII marked another significant shift in the series. Set in a world where schools trained mercenaries and magic was drawn from enemies, the game introduced the junction system. This allowed players to equip magic to characters, enhancing their abilities. The story followed Squall Leonhardt, a seemingly cold mercenary, and his journey of self-discovery and love. The game's themes of memory, fate, and time travel were intricately woven into its narrative. Final Fantasy IX, released at the turn of the millennium, was a love letter to fans of the series. It returned to the series' medieval roots, with a world filled with knights, mages, and airships. The story of Zidane Tribal, a thief with a tail, and his band of misfits was both heartwarming and poignant. With its classic job system and a focus on character-driven narratives, it was a nostalgic trip down memory lane. Final Fantasy X brought the series to the PlayStation 2, showcasing stunning visuals and voice acting for the first time. The world of Spira, with its unique blend of technology and tradition, was a visual treat. Players followed Titus, a star blitzball player, as he navigated a world threatened by the colossal beast, Sin. The game's turn-based combat was enhanced with the conditional turn-based system, allowing for more strategic battles. Themes of religion, sacrifice, and the cyclical nature of life and death were central to its narrative. Final Fantasy XI took a bold step, venturing into the realm of MMORPGs. Players from around the world could team up, embark on quests, and explore the vast world of Vanadiel. With its real-time combat and emphasis on teamwork, it was a departure from the single-player experiences of previous titles. Final Fantasy XII returned to a single-player narrative but retained some MMORPG elements. Set in the world of Ivalis, it introduced the Gambit system, allowing players to pre-program character actions. The story of Vaughn and Princess Ash, set against a backdrop of political intrigue and war, was reminiscent of epic fantasy tales. Final Fantasy XIII marked the series' debut on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. With its futuristic setting and a focus on a small group of characters, it was a more linear experience. The Paradigm Shift system allowed players to change character roles on the fly, adding depth to battles. The tale of Lightning and her quest to save her sister, intertwined with themes of fate and rebellion, was both visually and narratively stunning. Final Fantasy XIV was a significant chapter in the series' history, marking its second venture into the MMORPG realm. Its initial release was met with criticism due to various issues, but Square Enix's dedication to the game led to its re-release as Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. This revamped version addressed many of the original's shortcomings, offering a richer narrative, improved gameplay mechanics, and stunning visuals. The world of Erzia became a hub for players worldwide, with expansions like Heavensward, Stormblood, and Shadowbringers further enriching the lore and gameplay. Final Fantasy XV took players on a journey with Prince Noctis and his friends as they embarked on a road trip to reclaim their kingdom. The game's real-time combat, combined with its emphasis on character relationships, made it a unique entry in the series. Themes of friendship, sacrifice, and destiny were central to its narrative. Now, let's delve into Final Fantasy XVI. Released in June 2023, this title has already made a significant impact on the gaming community. The game follows the journey of Clive Rossfield, who evolves from an honor-bound aristocrat to a revolutionary and savior of Valistia. In this world, humans known as dominants can transform into massive god-like icons, while magic users called bearers face brutal subjugation. 
the game's narrative uniquely balances traditional Final Fantasy elements with influences reminiscent of Game of Thrones. Clive's journey is filled with challenges, from battling massive icons to navigating political intrigue. The game's combat system is fast-paced and action-packed, with Clive harnessing the elemental powers of icons to unleash devastating combos on enemies. The game has been praised for its compelling combat design, encounters, and breathtaking boss fights. However, while its combat is a highlight, some critics have pointed out that the story, heavily influenced by Game of Thrones, sometimes leans too much on familiar tropes. Throughout the series, from the first Final Fantasy to the 16th, there has been a clear evolution in terms of gameplay mechanics, graphics, and storytelling. From turn-based combat to real-time action, pixelated characters to lifelike visuals, and simple tales of heroism to intricate plots filled with twists and turns, the series has consistently reinvented itself. Characters like Cloud, Aerith, Squall, Yuna, and now Clive have become iconic figures in the gaming world. Their stories, filled with challenges, sacrifices, and moments of triumph, resonate with players worldwide. The Final Fantasy series has always been about pushing boundaries. With each title, the developers have taken risks, experimented with new ideas, and offered players unique experiences. As we reflect on the series' journey from its humble beginnings to its current status as a gaming juggernaut, it's clear that its legacy is built on innovation, storytelling, and a deep connection with its fanbase. Final Fantasy XIV, a title that has become synonymous with redemption in the gaming world, is a testament to the power of perseverance and the undying passion of both developers and fans alike. Venturing into the MMORPG realm, this game aimed to encapsulate the essence of Final Fantasy within a vast, interconnected online universe. Imagine, if you will, stepping into the vibrant realm of Aerzia for the first time. The sun sets over the bustling streets of Ulda, casting a golden hue over the market stalls. You can almost smell the freshly baked pastries from the quicksand, a popular local tavern. Ah, the memories. I remember my first virtual sip of Aerzian ale there. Not as good as the real thing, but it did give my character a nice, warm, pixelated glow. However, as many fans recall, the game's initial 2010 release was. Well, let's just say it was like expecting a chocobo and getting a chicken. It was met with a chorus of disappointment. But, in a move that surprised many, Square Enix didn't just throw in the towel. They went back to the drawing board, and in 2013, we got Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. And reborn it was. From the ashes of its predecessor, it rose like a phoenix, delivering a world teeming with life, stories, and adventures. Now, A Realm Reborn wasn't just a fancy title, it was a promise, a commitment to the fans. The game was reimagined from the ground up. Narratively, this transformation was marked by the Seventh Umbral Calamity, a cataclysm that reshaped the world. It was a fresh start, both for Aerzia and for the players. The success of A Realm Reborn set the stage for a series of expansions, each adding depth and richness to the world of Aerzia. Heavensward, Stormblood, and Shadowbringers each brought their own flavor to the mix. And just when we thought things couldn't get any better, Square Enix dropped another bombshell. Enter Dontrail, the latest and fifth major expansion, announced with much fanfare at the Final Fantasy XIV FanFest. The trailer, oozing with summer vibes, promises a departure from the usual high-stakes narrative. It's like Square Enix decided to give our heroes a well-deserved vacation. And who can blame them? After saving the world multiple times, a little R&R in a tropical paradise sounds just about right. Set in the new world of Tyrell, a land lying beyond Erzia's horizon, players are thrust into a rite of succession. The goal? To determine the next ruler of this exotic land. But it's not all fun in games. The journey leads to the gates of a legendary city of gold. 
and if there's one thing I've learned from playing MMORPGs, it's that where there's gold, there's trouble. Dawn Trail is packed to the brim with new content. From new tribes and allies to fresh dungeons and challenges, it's like Square Enix threw a party and everyone's invited. And speaking of graphics, the game is getting a major facelift. The screenshots are nothing short of breathtaking. It's like Erzia had a spa day. Everything's shinier, crisper, more vibrant. And let's not forget the game's debut on Xbox consoles. It's about time, right? In a heartwarming gesture, Square Enix is expanding its free trial of Final Fantasy XIV. Players can now experience content all the way up to the start of Shadowbringers. So, for those who have been on the fence about joining the Aerzian adventure, now's your chance. To wrap up this segment, let's take a moment to appreciate the journey of Final Fantasy XIV. From its rocky beginnings to its current acclaim, it's a story of redemption, passion, and the magic that happens when developers and fans come together. Aerzia is more than just pixels on a screen, it's a world that lives and breathes, filled with stories, adventures, and memories waiting to be made. Dawn Trail isn't just another expansion, it's a testament to the game's evolution. It's like watching a child grow up, and as any parent will tell you, it's a bittersweet experience. You're proud of what they've become, but you also miss the early days. Remember when a simple fetch quest felt like a grand adventure, or when getting that first mount was the highlight of your week. Aw, nostalgia. But let's dive deeper into Tyrell, the new setting for Dawn Trail. This isn't just another locale, it's a world steeped in mystery and lore. The landscapes are diverse, ranging from dense jungles teeming with wildlife to serene beaches where the only sound is the gentle lapping of waves. But don't let the idyllic scenery fool you. Tyrell is a land of contrasts where beauty and danger coexist. One moment you're admiring a stunning sunset, and the next, you're fending off a pack of ferocious beasts. It's all in a day's work for an adventurer. The right of succession is a central theme in Dawn Trail. It's not just about power and politics, it's a deeply personal journey for our heroes. Each contender brings their own strengths, weaknesses, hopes, and fears to the table. As players, we're not just observers, we're active participants, shaping the outcome with our choices. It's a narrative experience that promises to be both engaging and emotionally resonant. And let's talk about the City of Gold. It's not just a shiny prize at the end of the journey, it's a symbol of Tyrell's rich history and culture. Unearthing its secrets is like piecing together a puzzle where each discovery sheds light on the bigger picture. But as with any treasure, it's not without its guardians. Players will face formidable foes, from cunning traps to ancient protectors. But the rewards? Well, let's just say they're worth their weight in gold. One of the things I'm personally excited about is the introduction of new allies and tribes. Each brings a unique flavor to the mix, enriching the game's lore. From their customs and traditions to their combat styles, they offer fresh perspectives and challenges. It's like attending a cultural festival, where every booth offers a new experience. And for our veteran players, Dontrail promises to push the boundaries of what's possible in Final Fantasy XIV. New dungeons, raids, and challenges await, each designed to test your skills and teamwork. It's like Square Enix looked at everything we've accomplished so far and said, that's cute. Now try this. Dawn Trail is more than just an expansion, it's a celebration of everything that makes Final Fantasy XIV special. It's a love letter to the fans, a thank you note for years of support, and a promise of more adventures to come. So, whether you're a seasoned veteran or a newcomer, there's something in Dawn Trail for everyone. And as we set sail for new horizons, one thing's for sure, the world of Erzia has never been more alive.
The realm of Final Fantasy has always been a tapestry of magic, valor, treachery, and tales that resonate through generations. Among these tales, Final Fantasy XVI emerges as a testament to the series' ability to evolve and captivate audiences anew. Final Fantasy XVI, the latest action role-playing game from Square Enix, was released on June 22, 2023, exclusively for the PlayStation 5. Set in the twin continents of Valistia, the game introduces players to a world where six nations vie for power, each drawing strength from magical crystals and their respective dominance. These dominants are individuals chosen to host the power of icons, formidable summoned creatures that have been integral to the Final Fantasy lore. At the heart of the narrative is Clive Rossfield, tasked with guarding his younger brother Joshua. But when their kingdom falls to ruin, Clive is thrust into the midst of Valistia's political turmoil, seeking answers and vengeance against the menacing icon, Ifrit. Themes of destiny, politics, and the weight of power are intricately woven into the game's fabric. Developing Final Fantasy XVI was a monumental task. Beginning its conceptual phase in 2015, the game had Naoki Yoshida at its helm as producer and Hiroshi Takai directing. Their vision was clear, a dark fantasy narrative that would both challenge and enthrall players. Yet, the path was fraught with obstacles. The global pandemic, geopolitical tensions, and the sheer weight of fan expectations made the development process a tightrope walk but adversity often breeds excellence. The game was lauded for its intricate story, memorable characters, evocative music, and a combat system that felt both fresh and familiar. Valistia, with its mother crystals, is a land where magic is as natural as breathing. But beneath its beauty lies the blight, a force that threatens to engulf the continents. The game's trailers and developer insights hint at a narrative centered around the dominants and their icons. Clive's mission to protect Joshua, the dominant of Phoenix, takes a tragic turn with the involvement of Ifrit, setting him on a path of retribution. The game's trailers also showcase Clive's transformation from a spirited youth to a warrior shaped by battles and betrayals. This suggests a narrative arc that spans significant portions of his life, offering players a deep dive into his psyche and the world around him. Yashida, in one of his interviews, emphasized the game's exploration of personal values and the moral dilemmas faced by its characters. Final Fantasy XVI isn't just about grand battles and magical realms, it's a reflection on choices, consequences, and the gray areas that define our lives. Diving into Final Fantasy XVI is akin to opening a book where every page offers a blend of nostalgia and novelty. The game stands as a testament to the series' legacy and its undying appeal to gamers worldwide. One of the hallmarks of the Final Fantasy series has always been its ability to innovate and redefine its gameplay mechanics with each installment. Final Fantasy XVI is no exception. Drawing inspiration from both its predecessors and modern gaming trends, the game offers a combat system that is fluid, dynamic, and deeply strategic. Players familiar with the series will notice the seamless integration of real-time action with command-based elements. This hybrid system allows for fast-paced battles, where players can execute quick attacks, dodge enemy blows, and simultaneously queue up powerful abilities or spells. It's a dance of swords and sorcery, where timing, positioning, and strategy are key. The icons play a pivotal role in combat. As dominance, players can harness their power, transforming battles into epic confrontations. Each icon offers unique abilities, and mastering them is crucial for tackling the game's diverse array of challenges. From the fiery onslaught of Ifrit to the healing grace of Phoenix, the icons are more than just tools, they are partners in the player's journey. But it's not all about combat. Exploration is richly rewarded in Final Fantasy XVI. Ballastia is a vast, open world, brimming with secrets, treasures, and side quests. Whether you're scaling the towering peaks of a mountain range, delving into ancient ruins, or simply enjoying the serene beauty of a hidden glade, the game encourages curiosity. And for those who love lore, scattered texts, and NPC dialogues offer deep dives into the world's history, cultures, and myths.
character progression in Final Fantasy XVI is both intuitive and deep. Players can customize Clive's abilities, gear, and even his relationship with the icons. Choices made throughout the game shape his development, ensuring that no two playthroughs are exactly alike. Since its release, Final Fantasy XVI has garnered widespread acclaim from both critics and fans. Many have praised its mature storytelling, intricate world-building, and the seamless blend of new and familiar gameplay elements. It's a game that respects its roots while boldly charting new territory. The cultural impact of Final Fantasy XVI is undeniable. Within weeks of its release, social media was abuzz with fan art, music covers, and in-depth lore discussions. Gaming forums and communities dissected every aspect of the game, from its combat mechanics to its most poignant narrative moments. In many ways, Final Fantasy XVI is more than just a game, it's a phenomenon, a testament to the enduring appeal of the Final Fantasy series and its ability to resonate with players of all ages. Welcome to the enchanting world of game development. It's like a bustling kitchen where chefs, sous chefs, and kitchen hands come together, each playing their part to whip up a gourmet dish. And in the gaming universe, the Final Fantasy series is that Michelin-starred meal that has food critics raving and coming back for more. Let's take a behind-the-scenes tour of this culinary marvel. Creating a game, especially one as iconic as Final Fantasy, is like choreographing a grand ballet. There's grace, there's rhythm, and oh boy, there's drama. From the pixel art days of Final Fantasy I to the cinematic splendor of Final Fantasy XVI, the evolution is nothing short of spectacular. Each title is a dance of technology and artistry, with developers pirouetting through challenges to create gaming magic. Remember the leap from Final Fantasy VI to Final Fantasy VII. It wasn't just a jump from 2D to 3D, it was like transitioning from a cozy community theater to Broadway. The team ventured into uncharted waters, experimenting with rendering techniques and grappling with the vastness of a 3D world. And the result? A game that's etched in the annals of gaming history. Every hero has their nemesis, and for game developers, these adversaries come in the form of technical glitches, budget cuts, and the ever-ticking clock. Final Fantasy XII had its share of directorial musical chairs, leading to a shift in its narrative vision. And who could forget the initial hiccup with Final Fantasy XIV? The game's first version was like that dish you send back to the kitchen, but the chefs at Square Enix weren't disheartened. They took the feedback, went back to the drawing board, and voila, a realm reborn was served, much to the delight of fans. Behind every epic tale is a storyteller, and the Final Fantasy series boasts a pantheon of them. Hironobu Sakaguchi started the saga, but torchbearers like Yoshinori Kidase and Tetsuya Nomura added chapters that enriched the lore. And speaking of enrichment, can we take a moment to appreciate Nobuo Yamatsu, the man's a rock star. His compositions, from the melancholic to Xanarkan to the adrenaline-pumping one-winged angel, are the soul of the series. It's said that music speaks when words fail, and Yamatsu's tracks do just that, narrating tales of love, loss, hope, and heroism. But the saga of Final Fantasy isn't just about the big names. It's also about the unsung heroes, the concept artists sketching on drawing boards, the writers crafting dialogues, the coders typing away furiously to squash bugs. Their stories might not be front-page news, but their spirit, passion, and dedication resonate in every corner of the Final Fantasy universe. So, the next time you embark on a quest in the world of Final Fantasy, remember the orchestra of talents that played in harmony to create that symphony. It's a testament to the magic that happens when creativity meets passion.
You know, when I think of the countless hours I've spent immersed in the worlds of Final Fantasy, I often find myself wondering about the unsung heroes, the ones who don't make it to the spotlight but are instrumental in crafting these masterpieces. Let's shine a light on them for a moment. Imagine the animator who ensures that a chocobo's feathers ruffle just right as it trots along, or the sound designer who captures the subtle rustle of leaves in an ancient forest. These details, often overlooked, are what make the Final Fantasy universe so immersive. I once read about a texture artist who spent days perfecting the sheen on a character's armor, ensuring it looked worn yet majestic. It's this level of dedication that elevates the series. Then there's the challenge of localization. Final Fantasy is a global phenomenon, and translating the game's intricate narratives, humor, and cultural nuances for different audiences is no small feat. I've always been amused by the quirky item names and playful dialogues that pop up in the English versions. It's a testament to the localization team's creativity and their deep understanding of the game's spirit. Every great saga has its visionaries, and in the case of Final Fantasy, we've been blessed with a constellation of them. While we've touched upon the likes of Sakaguchi, Kid Ace, and Nomura, there are others who have shaped the series in profound ways. Take Kazushige Najima, for instance, the narrative genius behind games like Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy X. His ability to weave intricate tales of love, sacrifice, and redemption has left players teary-eyed and introspective. Or Yashitaka Amano, whose ethereal artwork has defined the series' aesthetic. His illustrations, with their dreamlike quality, capture the essence of Final Fantasy's otherworldly charm. And let's not forget the newer talents who are carrying the series forward. Artists, writers, and designers who grew up as fans and are now contributing to the legacy. Their fresh perspectives, combined with the wisdom of industry veterans, promise a bright future for Final Fantasy. In the end, the magic of the Final Fantasy series lies not just in its epic tales or breathtaking visuals. It's in the collective passion, creativity, and dedication of its creators. From the veterans who have been there since the beginning to the newcomers bringing fresh ideas to the table, it's their labor of love that has given us this gaming treasure. As we eagerly await the next chapter in the Final Fantasy saga, let's take a moment to appreciate the symphony of talents that come together to create these masterpieces. Because, in the world of game development, it truly takes a village. Ah, drama and controversies. They're like the spicy condiments to the main course of any major franchise. And when you're as big and influential as Final Fantasy, you're bound to have your fair share of spicy moments. Let's dive into some of the more memorable ones. Change, as they say, is the only constant. But in the world of gaming, change can often be met with resistance. When Final Fantasy XII was released, it marked a significant departure from the series' traditional open-world exploration. The game's linear approach was met with mixed reactions. Some appreciated the focused narrative, while others missed the freedom of previous titles. I remember thinking, is this a highway simulator with occasional battles? But jokes aside, while the game had its merits, it's a classic example of how altering core mechanics can polarize a fanbase. Then there's Final Fantasy XV and its episodic DLC approach. While the main game was well-received, the decision to release key character backstories as separate DLCs left some fans feeling that the main game was incomplete. It's like getting a pizza and then realizing the toppings come separately, and you have to pay extra. Every Final Fantasy game is a narrative journey, and not all narrative choices sit well with fans. Take Final Fantasy X-2, for instance. After the emotional rollercoaster of Final Fantasy X, fans were divided on the sequel's tonal shift to a more light-hearted, Charlie's Angels-esque adventure. And while Yuna's pop star transformation was a hit for some, 
Others long for the depth and gravitas of the original. Another notable moment was Aerith's death in Final Fantasy VII. It's a scene that's etched in gaming history, and while it added depth and emotion to the story, it left many a player heartbroken. I mean, who didn't shed a tear when that fateful moment occurred? Localizing a game is like translating poetry. It's not just about the words, it's about capturing the essence, the emotion, and the cultural nuances. And with a series as rich and layered as Final Fantasy, this task is Herculean. There have been instances where certain elements were altered for Western audiences. For example, in Final Fantasy IV, certain character abilities were simplified, and the overall difficulty was toned down for its North American release, under the assumption that it would be too challenging for players outside Japan. Another interesting tidbit is the infamous Spoonie Bard line from the same game. What was originally a mild insult in Japanese turned into the quirky and memorable you Spoonie Bard. In English, it's become a beloved line among fans, highlighting the unpredictability of game localization. But it's not just about translations. Cultural sensitivities play a role too. Some character outfits or scenes deemed inappropriate for certain regions have been modified to better align with local values and norms. In the end, localizing a game is a delicate dance of staying true to the original while ensuring it resonates with a global audience. And while the Final Fantasy series has mostly danced gracefully, there have been a few missteps along the way. In the vast tapestry of the Final Fantasy series, these dramas and controversies are but a few threads. They serve as reminders that no journey is without its challenges. But they also highlight the series' ability to evolve, adapt, and continue enchanting fans worldwide. After all, what's a good story without a little drama? Picture this, it's the early 90s, and a kid pops in a cartridge of Final Fantasy into their console. Fast forward a few decades, and that same kid, now an adult, is humming the tune of Tazanarkand while working, or maybe even introducing their own child to the world of chocobos and moogles. That's the magic of Final Fantasy. It's not just a game, it's a cultural phenomenon that has spanned generations. The world of Final Fantasy isn't confined to the boundaries of its game discs. Its influence permeates various facets of pop culture. Remember Cloud's iconic Buster Sword. It's not just a weapon in a game, it's a symbol, a piece of pop culture iconography as recognizable as, say, Harry Potter's lightning scar. Movies like Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within and Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children brought the series' rich lore to the big screen, introducing it to a broader audience. While they had varying degrees of success, their mere existence speaks volumes about the series' cultural significance. And then there's the music. Oh, the music. From the hauntingly beautiful Aerith's theme to the rousing battle on the big bridge, Final Fantasy's soundtracks are masterpieces in their own right. Concerts dedicated to these melodies see packed venues, with fans of all ages swaying to the rhythms of their favorite in-game moments. Final Fantasy didn't just contribute to the JRPG genre, it revolutionized it. It set a gold standard for storytelling, character development, and gameplay mechanics. The series introduced a level of depth and complexity previously unseen in video games. It's no exaggeration to say that without Final Fantasy, the landscape of JRPGs would look vastly different. The series' influence is evident in countless games that followed. The emotional depth of Persona, the expansive worlds of Dragon Quest, and the intricate battle systems of Tales series all owe a debt to Final Fantasy. It's like the grandparent of the JRPG family, watching proudly as its descendants carve their own paths. 
The Final Fantasy community is more than just a group of fans, it's a family, a global family that comes together to celebrate its love for the series. Whether it's at fan festivals, conventions, or online forums, the sense of camaraderie is palpable. These gatherings are a melting pot of creativity. You'll find cosplayers donning meticulously crafted costumes, artists showcasing their interpretations of beloved characters, and musicians serenading attendees with acoustic renditions of iconic tracks. But it's not all fun and games. The community also comes together in times of need. Whether it's raising funds for a fellow fan in distress or supporting global causes, the Final Fantasy family always has each other's backs. In the vast tapestry of pop culture, Final Fantasy shines bright as a beacon of creativity, innovation, and community. Its influence extends far beyond the confines of the gaming world, touching the hearts and minds of millions around the globe. As we look to the future, one thing's for sure, the legacy of Final Fantasy is eternal, and its cultural impact will continue to resonate for generations to come. It's been quite the journey, hasn't it? From the pixelated realms of the original Final Fantasy to the breathtakingly realistic worlds of the latest entries, this series has taken us on an adventure like no other. As we stand at this crossroads, looking back at the legacy of Final Fantasy, it's awe-inspiring to see how a humble game from the 80 seconds has grown into a cultural titan. The legacy of Final Fantasy is not just in its groundbreaking gameplay or its intricate narratives. It's in the memories it has created. It's in the friendships forged in the heat of online battles, the late-night discussions about fan theories, and the collective gasps at plot twists. It's in the way the first few notes of a familiar tune can transport us back to a pivotal moment in a game, making our hearts race all over again. But as with all great tales, it's not just about the past, it's about the future. The world of gaming is ever-evolving, with technological advancements ushering in new possibilities every day. And yet, amidst this whirlwind of change, the anticipation for what's next in the Final Fantasy series remains as fervent as ever. What new worlds await us? What stories are yet to be told? The possibilities are endless, and that's the magic of it. With every new title, we're invited to embark on a fresh journey, to fall in love with new characters, and to face challenges that test our mettle. To all the listeners who have joined me, Alex Integras, on this deep dive into the world of Final Fantasy, thank you. Thank you for sharing in the nostalgia, for reliving the epic moments, and for dreaming about the future with me. Whether you've been a fan since the beginning or you're just discovering the series now, your passion and enthusiasm are what keep this community vibrant and alive. As we wrap up, I want to leave you with a thought. In many ways, the world of Final Fantasy mirrors our own. It's a world filled with challenges and adversities, but also with hope, friendship, and love. It reminds us that no matter how tough the journey, with determination and a little help from our friends, we can overcome anything. So, here's to the next chapter in the Final Fantasy saga and to the many adventures that await us. May our journeys be ever filled with magic, wonder, and, of course, a few chocobos along the way. In the next episode of Generative History with Alex Integras, we'll be diving into the mesmerizing world of The Legend of Zelda. From the iconic green tunic of Link to the mystical Triforce, join us as we explore the rich lore, unforgettable characters, and the evolution of this legendary series. We'll uncover the secrets of Hyrule, delve into its most memorable dungeons, and discuss the impact and legacy of one of gaming's most enduring franchises. Whether you're a seasoned adventurer or just setting foot into this enchanting realm, gear up for a journey through time, puzzles, and epic battles. Don't miss it.